0: Welcome to the JRM Living Room and here we are again for another episode of our exciting talks with some incredible people and today we are in for a treat. So sit back, relax, get a cup of coffee and continue to be refreshed in the presence of the Lord. God bless you. Fantastic. So today we are talking about uh, fellowship. So you've heard of that word before. Fellowship whenever we gather together. Can I have the lights, please? Tada! (laughs) Ayan, kita nyo na ako. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so two weeks ago, we had our M1 with us. And then last week, we had our M2 and M6. And today, I'm going to introduce to you our M3 or our membership uh, team. Basically, it's uh, our fellowship committee And um, what is fellowship? That's the question, isn't it? So it's from the Greek word koinonia. What does that mean? So it means a communion among brethren. It's much deeper than that, actually, um, because uh, fellowship is also the natural expression that results as a result of redemption. Fellowship is a result of redemption. When Jesus Christ died on the cross... For you and for me, he did not just restore our relationship human to God, but he also restored relationship human to human. That is the result of redemption. And if you will remember, what is the uh, greatest commandment? Amen. Greatest commandment. One, two, three, go. Love the Lord your God With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. That is, and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. And Jesus exclaims that the second one is equal to the first. So the first one, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength is that vertical relationship that we have with the Lord. But equally to that is the Lord is saying that loving your neighbor as you love yourself. That's the horizontal relationship. And that's what fellowship is all about. So um, the first week, we've talked about, you know, redemption as the means and worship as becoming the goal. So Jesus has come to die on the cross, yes, for your salvation, but ultimately to restore worship. And for me, as we dig in deeper into that word worship, Uh, in my contemplations and, you know, a revelation that the Lord somehow gives unto us is that worship, you worship God when you begin to live according to the purposes of God. You know, when sin entered the world, we were broken. And we were taken away from our original purpose. So that brokenness, Jesus Christ dying on the cross, His mission was to restore that purpose Jesus died on the cross for us to become human again. For us to become whole again in our purpose, in our will. So basically, the next slide, Kuya Jovi, can you just flash it on the screen, please? Yes, there you go. Uh, we, w- we worship God when we are living according to His will and purpose. Amen? We worship God now. You have to understand this. We worship God when we are living according to his will and purpose. Do you remember the illustration of grandpa and the iPad? The iPad <laughs> illustration. So the granddaughter gave grandpa a gift. It's an iPad, right? After two weeks, the granddaughter visits grandpa and then asks grandpa, How's the gift that I gave you? And then grandpa pulls out the iPad from the dishwasher. And then uh, starts to say, Thank you very much. This has been a very useful chopping board for me. <laughs> so the iPad was not used according to its purpose. And therefore, it's not maximized. And it is not, you know, uh, operational or functioning according to its design. And what it is created for. Similarly, we humans can be like that. We can use our lives the things that we are not really created for. And that's our theme this month, created for worship. We were created for worship. And whenever we don't fulfill the purposes and the will of God, we actually end up harming ourselves and harming the people around us. You know, one of the things that is very important among the five purposes, so that's evangelism, that's worship, that's fellowship, that's discipleship, And that's ministry or service. And what we are going to talk about today is fellowship. We love God. We say we love God. And as we continue to know God more and worship Him more, we also begin to understand the things that matters to the heart of God. The things that God loves. And because we love God, we also love what He loves. And you know what He loves? He loves the person beside you. He loves the person behind you. He likes the person, uh, you know, in and around us. Amen? So that's at the heart of worship. It is at the heart of worship. Our relationship with God, uh, hopefully, you know, uh, as we grow in our relationship with the Lord, we become more like the Lord. And Jesus gave a new command. What's the new command? The original command was love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus says, I'm giving you a new command. What's the new command? That you love one another as I have loved you. It's hard enough to love another like yourself. How much more difficult it is to love your neighbor as Jesus Loves him or her. And obviously that, that happens through the work and the power of the Holy Spirit in us and among us. Amen? Are you with me? Are you with me? So are you ready for our uh, JRM living room? So if, if Charlie has his angels, <laughs> I think that our M3 ladies are JRM's angels. So let's welcome on the platform uh, Sister Rona. Woo! Love we'll Sister Rona, Sister Terry, come on over. And of course, Sister Angel, literal na angel. Right? Uh, unfortunately, we don't have with us today, as part of our M3 core, uh, Sister Eileen and Sister May. And they're, they're sending their uh, uh, apologies for that. But this will be a wonderful conversation once again. And um, we welcome you to the JRM living room. Those who are in your actual living room in your Homes, uh, yeah, tune in and uh, I know that you will get a lot of things today. Welcome, ladies. Can you check your microphones if it's working?
1: Good morning, everyone. Oy, naman.
0: <laughs> good morning. No, okay. That's good. All right, so we'll just borrow the microphones there. All right, just a matter of introduction. You are uh, the M3 Angels. <laughs> uh, let let me know. Let us know what is M3. What's what's that? <laughs> what's the membership team? What is the function of our uh, membership team? Perhaps you can take it away, sis, since oh, you're yeah. the oversight <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Good morning to everyone, church. It's a blessing to sit down here again once more. Um, uh, M um, three stands for membership, and uh, basically the the main aim of that is to take care of uh, uh, the congregation, the p- the members. You know, the members. Um, we are the ones responsible for pastor pastoral care, for life changing events. Um, we are also um, you know monitoring um, Sunday um, attendance. We bec- not because for a purpose of just taking it. But because we go beyond, you know, just for Sunday services alone. If in, the, in case you, you know, you're not attending regularly, we actually um, look into that. And uh, we consider, um, you know, to do kick off some follow-up um, system as well. And to make sure that you are being checked regularly. Is there anything that, you know, you are going through? Um, any seasons that you are into right now that you need a prayer to be prayed for? Um, um, and it's more of a follow-up system and we also have you know this affinity themes as well so like for example our men's men's team men's fellowship team led by Kuya Jerry and Kuya Noel and uh, we have also women's um, fellowship as well so women's team led by myself and Sister Hazel and then the singles team too so it was previously held by um, Dr. our dear Dr. Dean, but she's sh- sh- not around anymore, so it's being uh, managed by our sister Hazel. So all those ones are the ones that are being um, um, under the membership, and we do that because we that affinity is important because somehow you know, the aim of that is to, uh, even though we have different um, um, you know, sh- uh, needs, different um uh, uh um Strengths and weaknesses, or standpoints, the aim of that is to be able to um, truly unite us, you know, and to be able to have that kind of unified concept that we are all sons and daughters of God. Men.
0: Right? Mm, sons and right. So- daughters
2: mm. of God. And that we are called to strengthen and to encourage one another.
0: That's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that also uh, the ministry, the membership team, um, assists me or basically helps me in in, in uh, accomplishing within the church is we like to ex- we exist to support life events right yeah, yeah. So life That's events right. within the span of our ministry from uh, from birth, child dedication, uh, weddings, marriage uh, uh, house blessing, birthdays. birthday <laughs> you know Sister Ron does a lot of our birthday online cards and uh, per- perhaps you've received one of that. Uh, and a lot of other support systems up to funerals. Hopefully not anytime soon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically from birth to life to to, to end of life in yeah, a sense. That's right. Uh, pastoral care spans through that and also counseling. Yeah. So marriage counseling, and uh, we kind of channel also people who need counseling in our church yeah, to that's professional right. counselors. That we know and partners with us in the ministry, that's right. and uh, that's basically looking after the flock as we were told to do. Our mission statement states that we are a caring church yeah. committed to bring people into a right and fruitful relationship. And that word "care" is very key. You know, um, me, at the angel mentioned earlier, we are kind of like quote unquote monitoring attendance. That's not uh, because we are chasing that's people who right. are not attending. That's right but you can belong to a church that nakaratay ka na sa ospital nagpi 50 50 na yung buhay mo wala pang nakakaalam na nasa ospital ka na pala and our responsibility is to look after the well-being of our flock the 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 the, the, the sheep that the lord has entrusted to our care amen amen oh thank you uh, that's that's our commitment amen amen yeah that's awesome um, just a little bit of your journeys, guys. So before you even came here and became a part of our team, uh, tell us shortly about your own personal journey of faith, and how did you stumble upon our church, our local church, and why did you make, uh, why did you decide to make it your church family? Anyone can answer. <laughs> Ron, come on, give a hand. Too. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll go first because uh, this is a little bit easier question.
0: <laughs> I'd be happy to volunteer. So
1: I, I think I've shared um, last time my personal testimony. So I will make it short. Yes. Um, it all started with a simple invitation. And then uh, from then, it turned into weeks, and then weeks into months, and then months into year, and then years And um, it really, it's, I mean, I'm a work in progress. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will never be far from being perfect. But the thing that I want, uh, the thing that uh, made me really commit to this church is that um, this is the place where I uh, found uh, people like me. Sorry, that's why I brought tissue. (laughs) Um, People like me, uh, we all understand that we acknowledge that we are all sinners Mm -hmm. And we are all flawed individuals, yes. and this is also the place where I feel that me and my family we belong, yes. and uh, in this in this church community we found uh, we we felt that um, you know the word inclusion, that yes. no one is left behind from even from from my kids they also have their friends and yes. so we are happy to join this church because. As we feed our spiritual growth, and so my kids, they also they're growing spiritually as well.
0: Wow, that's really amazing to hear. That's so awesome. Thank you, Ron. How about Terry? Share Um, something about your journey. Well,
3: about um, for me, um, the one who introduced us to the Lord is my sister, my third sibling, because she was uh, actively um, serving the JRM Nakpil, our. Yeah, our main church in Manila, and um, then one by one, uh, know the Lord, and not that we know that the the Lord also plant um, his desires to oh, <laughs> to my father's heart, yeah. the pastored people, and wow. to which um, we we really didn't um, didn't expect it that. Yeah. Um, um, the last one who came to know the Lord will become a pastor wow. of, yes, of one yes. of our provincial church right.
0: in Amadeo. Yeah. Yeah. That's Pastor Vic, by the way. Uh, Terry's father is a pastor, one of, uh, one of my so, personal favorite <laughs> pastors in the Philippines, Jerem Amadeo Cavite. And uh, he's just a very humble man. Uh, but a few years ago, he passed away via a motorcycle accident. And he's left a legacy there in, in Cavite, in Amadeo. A church is thriving there now because of the seeds that he has sown. He has sown his life. And a legacy that also has been passed on to her five kids, right? Four. Four kids, right. Yeah. And Terry is one of them. Yeah. yeah
3: and so that um, we really so thankful um, with the family, with uh, our JRM family, because on how they mentor us, on how they encourage us, and on how to how they empower us was really a, a good legacy that my father left for for his children and for the next
0: generation. Wow, that's that's <laughs> um, wonderful. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right. As you enter the doors of this house, a sign is seen there uh, on the wall near the the, the the bathrooms, and it says "Love God and love people amen and that 's our commitment firstly to disciple our uh, church congregation to know God more and to love him and as a result of loving God and knowing him more, that we will also grow in our desire and and, and you know uh, lifestyle of Loving one another. So, at the at the core and central idea of fellowship is loving one another. Amen. So, I I just want to read this verse, and this is a biblical picture of fellowship. It's found in Acts chapter chapter two, verse forty two to forty seven, and that will be found in our screens. It says here. So, the church has been growing in the book of Acts, and uh, as people get to know Jesus and are being saved, this result, this was the natural result of it. This, it says here, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. Daily, those who are being saved. There are some key, uh, key verses there or key, key words that we can really deduce from that. Firstly, it says, they, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. And that's what we do. You know, we come together, Bible studies and our Sunday services. And we devote ourselves to the teachings of the Bible. And then, to fellowship. And that's the word koinonia. The commitment that we have not just to God, but that the commitment that we have towards one another, amen. And then the breaking of the bread—that's our holy communion—and to prayers. That's what we do. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. I want to point out three words here that has been emphasized three times. It says, "All the believers were together." Everyone say together. Together. Amen? And that's a key word for fellowship. And they had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. In Jerusalem during that time, there's a poverty, there was a famine. And those who are more capable, they have sold their possessions so that those who are in extreme poverty can have uh, daily subsistence to live by. And then it says again, they continued, look at this, every day, Extreme ba sila or is this a norm? Every day, they continued to meet together. That's every day. Do they have work? Yes, they do. (laughs) But they met every day. 21st century church, once a week. But we still don't. Amen. And they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And then, as they continued on together, the Lord added to their number daily, daily, those who were being saved. That is a biblical picture of fellowship. Uh, so, uh, Charlie's Angels, <laughs> can you talk? Uh, about uh, biblical fellowship, what it looks like to you. What are some of the Bible verses that you think, uh, you know, uh, inspires you and encourages you about biblical fellowship? What does it look like for you?
3: Yeah, um, for me, biblical fellowship is just like um, one community in faith to which it operates by, like it describes uh, one community of faith and um, which is operate by the power of God's Spirit. So when Mm. we come together, there's already a Spirit of God in us. Yes, that's true. Into Mm. which we also shows how... um, It also shows us how, like us, as what God's graces flows in coming together. That's
0: true. That's good. Ron, you're going to say something.
1: Maybe... before I answer that one, um, I would just like to read a as, as part of the scripture that um, really speaks to my heart. So, okay, mm. this is uh, when Je- Jesus was uh, washing the feet of disciples. the disciples. Yeah. So, this is from the book of John, chapter, tw- uh, chapter 13, verse 12 um, to 17. So, I'm going to read it for you. So, it says here, When he had washed the feet... And put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, Do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also ought to wash once another's feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For I have given you as an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. And Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master. No, is nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if uh, you do them.
0: That's
1: beautiful. So more than gathering, uh, because it's 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 still more better to gather like face to face. But sometimes if. People are not available. We have to be practical just to find a way we can also do it, like, virtual online. Yeah. But this this um, Bible verse speaks so much to me. Like, first of all, the setting, you know, like, all of them gathered. And, um, like, Jesus we know that he's the he's the teacher he's the lord yeah. he's the master but he really showed you know he demonstrated like humility in this yeah. in front of um in, pro- in front of his disciples as they were gathered and it was his command that you are to do this uh, to one another so I-, I was just like trying to vis- visualize make a visual representation of the olden days because uh, during that time they w- they were not wearing shoes, yeah. so their feet mm. were really dirty, and um, I assume that it's really muddy, and then they yeah. they've stepped mm. on all sorts of nasty stuffs. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but Jesus was, you know, he was so willing with love that he was, you know, demonstrating this. Could you imagine, um, mm. like we will wash uh, each other's feet yeah but we're already wearing shoes so yeah. to me this speaks so much because um when you gather when you do fellowship sometimes it's hardest challenges but this one like speaks to my heart that every time you gather and or you just like meet up with your brothers and sisters you put their needs uh, you know, before you. That's true. Mm, and it mm. also speaks to me like we are called um, to serve one another, which also is like um, equivalent that we love one another too. Yes,
0: That's awesome. So that's you were mentioned there, you know, serve one another. And the Bible is filled with that. You know, uh, the, the New Testament in, uh, for example, the letters of the apostles filled with the one another's. you know. Serve one another. Build each other up encourage one another, pray for one another, support each other, forgive one another. And uh, the picture that it is being, that, that's being painted to us there, uh, it was not just mentioned by the apostles so that people will do that. It actually, just like Rona was saying, I guess from what you read, is that it is the model that Jesus has actually showed us. It is the kind of worship that he is looking for. Now, we've talked about the first week, you know, that worship is obedience and uh, offering and sacrifice. And then last week, we've talked about worshiping the Father in spirit and in truth. And today, we're talking about worshiping God in the form of loving one another. It's very important, I guess, because in the times of Jesus, you know, Jesus has been angry with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And uh, they were showing basically an external picture of religiosity, but they have missed the point. They have missed the point. They've missed the point. The, the point is the love that they should have for each other. Uh, they've looked down on people, they have excluded people. they have this, uh, you know disqualified people based on their own standards. But they have forgotten the greatest law that they should love their neighbor as themselves. And when Jesus ascended into heaven, the, the, the new commandment he gave them is that that's where it comes from, Ron, right? Yung washing of the feet of the disciples. That's when Jesus says, you've seen my example, you do the same. You've seen my example, you do the same. So that brings me to the next Maybe the next question, know, How important is humility to fulfill biblical fellowship?
2: That's very, very important, Pastor Jeff. Mm. I think, I think in connection to the, because it, 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 it's basically uh, we are called to be to be able to you know rep, uh, be able to leave a Christ like. You know yeah, um, yeah. the moment we receive Christ, the Holy Spirit in us, mm-hmm. and it teaches us, it gives us uh, in a positions of humility, the Lord has accepted us, humbled himself, and the same thing as well. we are all called to be you know yeah. to respond mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. humility, yeah and I think in resp- in in relation as well to um, to, mm-hmm. to to, right to um, um sharing a while ago. Um, and as well as what you have shared regarding, you know, loving one another too. I think one of the things that also impressed on my heart is not only just a specific verse, but basically um, a specific parable, you know, the parable of uh, uh, the Good Samaritan, right? And we know all that, right? Um, the Two Greatest Commandments, which actually um, stated in uh, in Mark, into three out of the four Gospels, which is Mark, Matthew, and Luke. But if you will actually examine it, Luke is basically written very differently. The way how it was written is that uh, the teachers of the law asked Jesus, you know, about, you know, uh, what is the greatest commandment, and Jesus answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and love your neighbor. And then that's it. On Mark, you and Mark, it's the same. It ended up and moved to the next topic. But then on Luke, the way how it it, it progresses is that the teacher of the law subsequently have a follow-up question. He asked, who is your neighbor? And then the Lord answered it. Not directly but indirectly through a parable, That's right. which is the parable of the Samaritan. And it's also related to what you have shared, you know, because we know what happened in that story, the story of uh, Samaritan, the good uh, of, of that parable whereby there was a beaten Jew, you know, he was beaten, he was uh, um, he was left behind, uh, on the road um, from, from Jericho, right? And then um, a priest passed by, a Levite passed by, saw him, and then just passed by. But then somehow, you know, this Samaritan, who is, you know, marginally uh, treated at that time, discriminated at that time, you know, came there and saw him, saw the beaten Jew, and took care of him, uh, healed his wound, bandaged his wounds, and even brought him into an inn and took care of him. And that's why how we picture... That's what, it's a great picture of who is, of how we become our neighbor and how we love others. You know, it, it also rep, uh, uh, answers to your question, humility. It also answers to your question, you know, uh, because if I am that Samaritan, I could have, you know, live in pride. Like, you know, uh, this, this Jew, why would I help him, right? Why would I care for this guy? This is always, uh, what, um, um, and so there's a they, they don't respect me. Why would I respect this guy, right? But, but in, in such kind of that, he he to to um to show compassion and to I'm show sure. care, and that's mm. what it means by loving, yeah. by loving others. And also in that, Pastor Jeff, one of the things we can learn from the priest and the Levites is that they just go and go away. They just come and go. Yeah. They just pass by, so we can learn also something from 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 the priests and the Levites. Now, don't just go mm. and pass by. Yeah. You know, every time you come here, come here to church, don't just go. Yeah. Don't just go and pass by.
3: Yeah,
2: don't just go and pass by. Mm. We are all called to, you know, to love one another. It's because. It's because it's just like what he said in John 13 as well in relation to your topic. Because right after John 13, if you progress, at the verse 34 and 35, the washing of the feet, Jesus actually says, right, to love your neighbor, because mm. this is a, a, a testimony of being you as my disciples, right? Mm, yes. By this, by loving one another, yeah, that means know. to say, mm. people will know. Everybody will know that you, you are, are my, my disciple. That That's you are true. my disciple. It 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 basically a proof or a testimony of 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 the, his work in our life, and it's seeing God through people impacts not only the life of the believers yeah. mm-hmm. that's why it says everyone it means to say it impacts also not the life of the believers but also the life of unbelievers yes the life yes. of unbelievers yeah
0: means to say the moment
2: we enter Amen. the moment we enter we able to you know have a, the kind that kind of sense of the love of God? Yes. Yung bang pagpasok nyo dito, nararamdaman nyo na ba yung pag ng Panginoon? Amen. Yeah. This is not what you sense. Amen. Mm. The kind of love that is somehow will bring other people, unbeliever people, what? Towards faith in Christ. That's right. And mm. that kind of faith is a kind of faith
0: that is contagious. That's awesome. And is contagious. That's too. really good. Ah, oh, that's amazing. Sige po, you can clap your hands. Uh, yeah, that reminds me, you know, let me just um, encapsulate that in a thought, basically, that the love that we give to others is really not our own love. It is a love that we have received. Amen. Uh, John, Apostle John in First John, he says that we love because he first loved us. And that's very key. We cannot really love our neighbor. We cannot really love one another if we ourselves haven't been receiving the love of God. If we don't understand how much God loves us, we have no love to give. Because it's easy to love people who are perfect, for good, who are, you know, we like. It's easy to love people that we like, right? That, you know, jives with our personality, with our preferences. But what about people that we don't necessarily like, and in fact, Jesus commands that, isn't it? That you love your enemies. That's right. And, and it's it's a hard kind of love. It's a Jesus kind of love because that's exactly what Jesus has given us. We were un, you know, we were not perfect. We were all broken. We were not deserving of it. And that's the nature of the love of God. And if you understand how much we have been forgiven and how much we have been loved. I guess that's the same thing that we can pass on wow. to others. may, uh, may quote C.CS Lewis. C. S. Lewis had a quote about humility, and it's very much related to how we relate to other to people. The, the goal of the Lord is for us to be made whole so that we can give to others. Yeah. Amen? Amen. When you are whole yeah. when you are whole and when you are full. When you are full, you give to others. But when you are empty, you hoard. That's right. You take, you hoard. That's right. when, when we are not, you know, you're, you're, when you're not full of God's love, you know, likes in Facebook and Instagram fills you. And when there's not enough likes, you're sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, C.S. Lewis says a quote. Um, he says, Humility is not thinking less... Of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. A life that gives, a life that serves, a life that loves another is a life that thinks less of oneself. Why you think less of yourself? Because you're already full of God's love. That's why you can give. Amen?
2: And Pastor Jeff, yeah. to add on as well, right? We know how... We, how What's the real definition of love, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Love is patient, right? Love is kind. Love is kind yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It does not envy. Yeah. It does not boast. Mm. Right? Yeah. It does not it is not self-seeking as you said. Exactly. Yeah, it right. is not what? It is not uh uh it's this, it does not keeps no record of wrong.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
2: It is not it always Always um, rejoices in truth. Yes, it always protects. You know, we protect each other. That's true, right? It always trusts. Mm. It, it always hope. It always perseveres, it's even if it is hard, even if it is painful, even if it is sacrificial, yeah. even if it's corrective. Yeah, you know you. Love always endures. That's
0: true. Mm.
2: You know, the 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 moment we love God by right, mm. that kind of love should in, in, inevitably cause us to love others, and that's what it means by love. Yeah, yeah. It means to say you are you are able to how much you are able to endure and to fight. Yeah. To fight. Yeah. Like, you know, the way how you fight for your love for your, like, you know, in a family. Yes. Right, mm. Like in a church. That's why we call it church as a family, church right? Church as family, yes. Because, because in a family, um, that's where you're able to experience the true meaning of love.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The true meaning of love. A kind of love that is protective. A kind that's of right. love that is supportive. A kind of love that is caring, that is understanding, yeah. mm. and that is forgiving. And in the church, you know, there's no such perfect church. That's true. You will never find a perfect church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, people might hurt you. People might disappoint you. This, there will be disappointment. There will be disagreement. There will be disalignment. Lahat na ng mga dis ilagay mo na Right? But what's important is what? You know, it's the the important is we able to go back to our yeah. fountain core.
0: Yeah. You know, able yeah. to
2: go, go back true. to our fountain Man. core that unifies us, that unifies us in together to be able to meet us and be able to display a wonderful picture, yeah. uh, beautiful. a beautiful picture of diversity.
0: Mm, so good. And yet mm.
2: walking together in unity, in love, and That's in, in true. faith.
0: Mm that's 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 when loving one another matters isn't it we live in a culture in a time where in uh, individuality and independence you know we live For those of you who grew up in the Philippines, you know, there are times in the Philippines when you were growing up, you know every neighbor. (laughs) You know the names of all your neighbor. You know your, uh, you know, uh, they're not not your relatives, but you give ulam to them, right? You cook and then you give ulam. (laughs) Bayanihan and all that stuff. That sense of community. We live in a time right now and in a country right now where we don't know the name or even the face of our neighbors. Somehow, individuality and uh, independence can sift in inside the church as well, that we, have, we can reduce Christianity into just church attendance. And there's no relationship with one another. You just rock up, you know, sing to the Lord, preaching, listen, and then go home. And then that's it. Yeah. Right? But that's beyond, that is not what biblical fellowship looks like. It means involvement and commitment and engagement with one another. I love what you are saying, that there is no perfect church because I grew up in a culture in the Philippines as well in, you know, our family, we join a church and then we were hurt. And so, therefore, we leave that church and then we find another church and then we were hurt again. And so, we leave that church and then we were hurt again by someone or a leader or something. And then we hop and hop and hop and hop churches. And healing does not take place. In every relationships who here has relationships, raise your hand. Relationship. You have a husband, you have a sister, you have a brother. You are involved in the relationship. God created us for community. God created us for relationships. We are created in his image. He is a relational God. And therefore we are relational beings as well. But though but our relationship with one another is far from perfect. We will hurt each other. Yeah. Husband and wife, you will hurt each other. Yeah. You know, brothers and sisters, you will hurt each other. There will be places in your relationships that you will hurt. But the, thi- the great thing about the church, the great thing about the church is, yes, you will be hurt in the church. But you will also be healed Amen. if you choose Amen. healing and forgiveness towards one another. Is that correct? Yeah. Because, again, you know, forgiveness is necessary, I guess, with a, a fellowship that thrives, relationship that thrives. Because, again, you know, I'll see angel and I will see things that are I don't like or whatever, but God has called both of us to love one another as Christ loved us. And in an understanding as well that each one of us is being perfected, being molded, being, you know, we're still... God has restored us, but still restoring us. God has changed us, but still changing us. And when I understand that, and when I see Angel, the way Jesus sees her, then perhaps I will be able to love her as Jesus does. When, we, when all I see is her negatives, then I will not talk to her anymore. But when I see Angel, and I see the love of Jesus that he has for Angel, then that will be the beginning of it, of a true, genuine fellowship. Ron, I'd like to ask you the, this next question. What, what's the importance, do you think, of, you know, fellowship as unity? Uh, unity, what does unity look like in a, you know, biblical fellowship somehow?
1: Okay. So, I, when I was doing my devotion, no, I keep on uh, seeing the word one another. So, maybe I'll just make it short. Unity, I, um, I would for personally, I would equalize it to um, one another. So we are called to love one another, and um, for me, fellowship also provides uh, protection. I would just like to, to read this uh, Bible verse. Okay, so, so, protection and uh, restoration. So, this is from the book of Galatians, mm-hmm. chapter 6. Uh, verse six, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. And um, second is uh, from the book of First Corinthians, uh, chapter fifteen, chap, uh, verse thirty-three. Do not be deceived; bad company uh, ruins good morals. So. I just just want to share this uh, short story. Like um, when I was doing the laundry, usually I like to uh, wash the socks. So during that time, I was I was um, uh, washing white socks. So the the washing machine finished doing its job, and when I removed the white socks, I rem- I realized it turned pink. <laughs> so I was like, why did the so- the white socks turn into pink? And I checked inside the washing machine. Um, I accidentally placed the my red. son's red pants inside.
3: So,
1: <laughs> so uh, the red pants was still red, but the whites already turned into pink. You know? so the white socks had no impact on the red pants, but the you know, but but the red pa- pants had an impact. To the, the white, white socks. socks, yeah. So, yeah. this one uh, appealed to me because it is just like us,
0: yeah. You know,
1: mm-hmm. um, th- you know, the the mirror neurons sometimes we copy the company that you we're always with, yes. So, yeah. this is the impact of the there's great influence, uh, the, do not uh, estimate the influence of the people that surrounds us. That's
0: true. So, mm. w- when you
1: do fellowship uh, with your fellow believers. Um, it empowers you, and it protects your mind from corruption. That's and then, right. Mm. Um, it is also good to be surrounded by brothers and sisters who will call you out gently. like yeah. um, Because we are supposed to be a family here, like, like a team. Rona, Sister Rona, our end goal is Jesus. Our end goal is here. You're already going that direction. Yeah. And then you know, there's a brother and sister who comes to you, holds your hand. Um, my sister, let's go together. We need to go to the end goal. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's beautiful. So, mm-hmm. so th-
1: that that really speaks to me. I mean, um, you know, that the protection and restoration mm-hmm. that um, uh, fellowship um, provides, because it's true.
3: Mm-hmm. we
1: in this world, we know that Christian life is not easy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So we need someone to walk side by Alongside. side with us mm. to correct us because we are humans, you know. We we're not perfect um individuals. Yeah. So we we need like people to remind us. And I think uh like I've said earlier like um humility, we have to be humble enough to be corrected. That's true. And mm. um not not take it personally, but we see it is it's like um it's for my spiritual growth. It's if yeah. my my um, end goal is Jesus, then I should be very open to my brothers and sisters because these are the people mm. who cares and who would yeah. walk with me um, yes. in, my as, in my Christian Amen. journey.
0: So good. I uh, love that. Terry, um, in terms of, you know, human, basically your spiritual walk and uh, maturity in your faith, how has the church community helped you in your own, in your own journey?
3: that was through their encouragement and through their empowerment mm. Um, mm. With, with all of their um, God's word that mm. they have shared their mm. experiences um, in the encouragement as what uh, Rana says that when you encourage when you encourage brothers and sisters when you encourage people you've gained strength yeah. because mm. um, you've learned, Um, You've learned how, if if they share a God's word, you've learned from them um, their daily, uh, I mean, their daily walks in Mm. life. Mm -hmm. Um, You may also learn their experiences as well. And the encouragement, we know that the, like, uh, there was a saying that the leaders didn't become leaders because of their power. They become leaders because they were empowered. Mm. So, it, wow. was really so um, it was really so it was really so important that we are being empowered by our leaders, by our pastors, by our brothers and sisters. Yeah. That's the reason why I was really s- it was really so good that um, Paul, the Apostle Paul, uh, the number one term that the Apostle Paul describes the house of church, is um, in writing letters, is sibling set. So sibling set means he always calls, when he is writing letters, he he always calls brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters.
0: Mm, mm.
3: Brothers and sisters, not slaves and masters. Wow. wow. And wow. Th- that's the reason why he pushed to have Pilimon and and unisimus unis- 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 yeah. unis- to unis- to unite yeah. and yeah and not to look unisimus as slaves
0: yeah mm-hmm. so
3: it, it was really so good that paul uh, apostle paul's Use this term as brothers and sisters. This is also to encourage us that we are one family.
0: That's true. When mm. we
3: go to church, this is house church. This is a family. Yeah. You mm. will, you will, um, you will feel the love. You will feel how they care for you genuinely. That's right. Because that's mm. God's love. It's not human love. That's, oh, how, that's, we, that's mm. how we. That's how we. Fantastic. Yeah, so that's how we grow in our church. That's how we love JRMc. The, that's beautiful. JRM yeah. family. Yeah.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah. I think that's to amazing. add that on, on yeah.
2: Pastor, I think it almost they almost summarizes already. You know the characteristic of fellowship. You know, they about unity, protection, encouragement, oh, and empowerment. I think one of the thing that you also add. I mean, you mentioned a while ago, early on, is really purpose, right? And purpose. that's one of the one mm. of the attributes of also of fellowship, aside yeah. from all those stuff. Um, and in, in regards to that, is we we as um as, as a congregation, we are here for for a purpose. Yes, we are mm. here for a purpose. You know, the Lord, the Lord have chosen us. You know, to be here. pwede namang sa ibang church. But why here, yeah. right? You are sitting there, and we are sitting here for a divine reason, mm. for a divine reason, and that 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 because for us to be able, you know, to um, to be used for Him for His That's glory, true. there are only mm. two major important things in life, and that is one. That number one is to know your God to know your creator and number 2 is to know why you were created.
0: That's correct. And, and
2: mm-hmm. being being in the church makes you able to fulfill that. To mm-hmm. fulfill the pur- understanding of what is your purpose. How are you going to be used for his glory? That's right. For for uh, for his purpose and for his expansion of kingdom. We need to be you know there are some there are some of us who are just you know church happers, right? Just as you mentioned, attendees. You no know, church hoppers means to say sometimes here, sometimes in this church, next Sunday, another mm-hmm. church. Mm. Don't be like that. You know, mm. My my challenge to your church is don't be like that. I I I, I encourage you to be planted. Yes, I encourage mm, you to true. to mm. find yourself. Be planted. Be rooted in the church. Yeah, yeah. Be mm. rooted in the church because only by that you'll able to grow yes. and to bear fruit. Amen. To bear fruit. Colossians one says, you know that what we are all called to increase in the knowledge of the Lord in his will you know to be able to bear fruit and if you are not planted if you are not connected to his vine how are you going to bear
3: fruit That's true. Mm. you know can you think of wow.
2: can you think of can you think of anyone in your life in your spiritual walk you know that is not who is not planted any mentor any spiritual person who d- somehow influence you who is not planted at all in a specific church or in specific organization no i myself is a product of i i am a fruit of someone yes. who is uh, uh, a who is planted mm. in an organization yes in a in a, um CCC, which is uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, I was a product of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to be able to bear fruit, that's that's one of the that's one of the attributes of that. It's because only by that you'll be able, you know, to to test to test, you know, your vertical fellowship, as you've said, mm-hmm. your vertical fellowship to the Lord. To be able to what to to understand how are you. What? How are you um, gonna grow and be used for His glory and your worship in, in aspect of serving, yeah. in aspect mm. of loving and caring? Yeah. You know, that's, that's wow. the kind of ch- uh, church, and what that's
0: what fellowship and church is all that's about. That's right. That's right. That's beautiful. Um, Yeah, we're going to wrap up soon, but I just wanted to point out this uh, particular—I'm not going to read it. It's a long one. It's in Isaiah 58. And in the Old Testament, it's not just a New Testament thing. In the Old Testament, God has always been uh, looking after, yes, people's regard to Him— But God wanted people to regard one another as well. And you know, you look at the Ten Commandments, for example. That's a basic structure. You have the first three commandments of loving the Lord. And then all the rest of the other commandments that follows is how you relate or treat other people. Do not covet. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not this. Do not that. So it's always been about us and God and us towards one another. In Isaiah 58, God was rebuking the nation of Israel because they were showing a you know an external appearance of religiosity and you know uh, like they are you know they're fulfilling the rituals in the temple, the ceremonial laws, they're fulfilling all these commandments of Moses and yet they have neglected and they have hated one another, and they have discriminated each other. And God was rebuking the Israelites in Isaiah 58, saying, I cannot accept your offerings because of how you treat each other. And that is echoed somehow mirrored in the New Testament that Jesus himself says, when you are going to offer in the altar, Jesus says, and then remembered that there is someone among your brothers and sisters that has something against you. Leave your offering at the altar and go be reconciled with him. You see the significance of that? That worship is not just like, yeah, Lord, we sing songs, you are worthy, you are worthy of it all, and yet our relationship is broken with our brother, and our sister. God cares so much about it. Why Why do you think God cares so much about how we treat each other? Why do you think um, God cares so much?
1: Yeah, because our God is a relational God. You know, God, God himself is love, right? Yeah, our Father. So, just like how our Father loves the children, and imagine, like, Kuya, Kuya Dave, like, um, Kuya exactly. Jerry, the father's here. What makes you happy as a father when you see your children?
0: Loving each other. Loving each other. Yeah, mm.
1: you, you, you are pleased when you see your children like they're sharing, yeah? Yeah. You are pleased when you see your children, um, helping each other in perfect harmony, right? And you are pleased when your children goes to you yeah. and loves you, obeys you. And part of that obedience is loving you know, loving one another, actually, um, a fellowship, uh, loving one another is already a form of worship. Because That's right. Because mm. despite the, the uh, differences that we have, despite the misunderstandings, because we are all humans and we have the tendency to, like, have an argument because <laughs> we are humans. But the thing, the core here is if we magnify the Lord in our lives— you know, like, Lord, you are bigger than this. Teach me how to forgive. Amen. And teach me to let Ooh, go. Amen. That's good.
0: Amen. Yes. And
1: that is because if you do not know how to forgive, those people you have offended, you are just looking at yourselves. You are not magnifying the Lord. Because yeah. if you amen. magnify Him, yeah. He is love Himself. Yeah. He is the Father.
0: Yeah. So um, that's amazing. Th-
1: so th- that's uh, that's all for me. Yeah, uh, Pastor yeah. Jeff, My father, sister.
0: as a father, wants Amen. his children to be united and in harm- harmonious relationships. So is God, our Father, that He wants us. And that please, I like the word you were using. That pleases Him, and that's the whole point of worship—to <laughs> please the Lord. So we want to please the Lord. Yes, let's think of ourselves less and look at the, and that's basically Paul's, uh, Paul's uh, letter to the Philippians as well. Philippians chapter 2, you know, always thinking of others, you know, um, concerns, you know, greater somehow than you. And that, that's such a love that is to be developed. I mean, if we will be honest, we don't have that kind of love yet, <laughs> perfectly yet. And I guess the the key to really growing in that kind of love is always walking with Jesus. Because love and humility, I guess, you know, is not really taught. It's more caught and imparted to us as we continue to walk with Jesus. Last question, my dear sisters. (laughs) Why do you love our church? Why do you love this family? Take it away, Terry. <laughs>
3: um, yeah. So, um, so when you when you come into our church, like me, I started in Manila. Um, when I go inside the church, I really feel the, ambi- the ambience of. Being um, part of the family, you know. Typically in Manila, you have nanay, you have tatai. Yes. Nanay, Miriam, tatai boy.
0: Wow. Kuya
3: Dan, Shout Ate out! Wawi. They're watching right
0: now. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> nanay boy. typically they nanay are. Girl.
3: <laughs> they are. They are like um, the whole family in one place.
0: Hallelujah.
3: Yeah, because mm. um, they embrace you. They. They really love to talk to you, whatever, what, what, in whatever topic.
0: That's right. You know, they
3: are really so Cary. joyful to mm. to be with, and you will you will forget that you came from outside, yeah. <laughs> outside world. Um, so that's maybe that's one of the reason why I I love to be with um with the JRM family. I love to be with the church every Amen. day, yeah. every Sunday. Yes. Because um, this is how I feel, how they welcome my family. Especially um, in, in Manila, when, when we are attending a Sunday service, we usually go to the first row of the chairs. Up, yes. mm. Because uh, they wanted to let all the people to know that, um, yeah, these are families, these are families, so... So that they would also be encouraged to um, to listen to the service and to also um, you know um, you know to to learn more about the the word of God.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. And so
3: I said, um, yeah, this this was really my family. So maybe that's one of the reason why um, I love. Our local church. That's I love good. JRM because this it's is how good. our family also grows mm. together. Okay. And in ministry, in a different ministry, my both my sisters are active in ministries. And and to to just let you know, my third, my my brother who was from. Um, my brother, who was in Saudi Arabia, yeah. was planning to go for a pastoring also. I don't wow. Know why I, <laughs> I didn't know that. So um, let's, let's just pray for him. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That's so good. All right. Ron?
1: Uh, why I love this church. Okay. Um, a Church is a perf- uh, perfect place to meet your needs. Yeah. Spiritual needs, um, emotional needs, mm-hmm. and uh, some needs uh, cannot be met elsewhere but here, yeah. where um, Jesus is the head. And, uh, you know, we have all this common um, understanding that we are all uh, here to serve Jesus because we know the impact of Jesus dying for us in the cross. Mm-hmm. And it's also in this church church that uh, we feel welcome. And uh, you are not being judged. Yeah. So every time I go in the church, um, I feel that uh, you will not be judged because we all know that we are equally um, sinners. And mm. we are just mm. saved by the grace of God. And every day of our lives, we live by the mercy and grace Amen. of God. Mm. And I am, I am, I am thankful for, for this church and also for um, our DG's. Yeah, so my, my DG mates, um, they yeah. are part of uh, my spiritual growth. Yeah. So they're also one of the reasons uh, why I love going to JRM. Charm.
0: Yes. Selah, <laughs> 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 Yes, and Angel. I
2: think for me, uh, JRM being my spiritual home is is generally... Um, it, it came in, in a progression. It didn't come in an instant. Yes. You know, I... I um, way back when I was in high school, I uh, one of my high school friends invited me in JRM Cavite. And it's just one time. I don't even remember, you know, that specific instance. And then I came to university. Um, then I came back to Cavite for work. Then by then, I already met Christ. Um, I then suddenly... God reminded me about that church, about that born-again church. And so I asked my friend, and so I found the church. I, I get involved in the church, in kids' ministry, dance ministry, music ministry. But you know what? Way back then, I was not. I find, even though I am in the ministry, I feel like I'm, I'm not fully committed yet because sometimes i'm serving sometimes i'm not you know you're, you do you know the feeling of you're not you're because why i realize because i don't have DG that time that's why it's important to have a DG. i didn't involve in any classes i didn't join any pre-encounter classes i didn't get into that and so i moved to singapore uh, i already get married that time and then we we moved to jrm singapore then so from JR, to jrm singapore the difference is that somehow you know, we we get involved to uh, a DG, and then we grow. We get planted in there. We uh, we joined, attended pre classes, pre post classes, uh, post encounter, pre encounter, and that is you know your class one hundred one, your uh, discovery classes up to and even school of leaders from one to three classes. So. So somehow, I, I, we, we were planted in there, serving in there, in the ministry as well, music ministry and kids ministry too. And then when we when we were deciding to move in here, uh, so we know that uh, we need to, you know, uh, we prayed for it and Jen Jericho came over here for two months, stayed in your place and looked for a job. It was an, an unsuccessful. Then he came back to Singapore and he realized that, you know, sabi niya sa akin, the Lord has spoken to him, to my husband. He said, Han, you know, based on what I can see, mas kailangan tayo sa JRM Sydney. And so the Lord has spoken to him. And so I was, that time we were full of peace already. We know we're here for a purpose. The Lord has bring us here for a purpose. But more than just a purpose, you know, more than just, you know, being committed to it. But. I fell in love with the church. I really fell in love with the church. The moment I came here, th- don't you imagine, you know, we're linggo free car.
0: Wow. Uh, because
2: of Kuya Jerry's car. Imagine we're <laughs> looking for a house. You settle here and then you don't have a place to go mag-viewing ka 15 minutes ha habulin mo we have two kids it's impossible and that's why we we nung nakakuha kami ng, na nakahiram kami ng for free for 2 weeks sabi ko napakabait naman nating kami kilala pa sino pa yun? si yung Jerry sino pa si atetes <laughs> we don't know them because they were in the philippines so we're just using their card in the philippines ay get a yung koche nila dito tapos we were able to settle and then we moved to Otley lahat provided ultimo kotsara plato basahan name it damit, <laughs> winter clothes shoes saan ka pa it's the <laughs> lord napakabuti mo the lord hospitality has hospitality really, at it's, its best it's really what it, that, that's what it really means by a church and you I, I, you get involved to it, and you realize that the Lord is so good because you felt that kind of love out from the people. Yeah. You know, you felt that kind of family, that kind of family. Yes, you know, yung yung hindi lang within the Sunday services; it goes beyond every Sunday yes. service. Yes,
0: yeah. Amen. Yeah. That's so good. Hallelujah. Woo. Can we just give a hand to this lovely ladies? Yes. Hallelujah. Po, you can take your seats. Amen. I just wanted to close our service with a few words as well. That's amazing. Fellowship, hey. I guess for me, the simplest definition of fellowship is opening your life unto others because God has opened His for you. Opening your life unto others because. Memang aganap dito sa likod ko. ating mga crew. dito. logistics crew. Obviously, we do have to have like structure, formalities, and somehow a flow with our worship services. But I've always wanted it to feel like family because a lot of people needs family. A lot of people are homeless. Not physically, but spiritually speaking. You know, and uh, if we can provide that and lead others to Jesus, be connected to Him, then we have fulfilled our purpose. Amen? Uh, I just wanted to read this. Uh, Earlier, while we were singing worship, the Lord gave me a picture. It's uh, an internal kind of vision or picture of a golden ore. thank you for joining us in today's episode and we hope that we will have you again in the next one the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord lift up his countenance his smile over you and give you peace shalom God bless you.